It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is Bonus Benson. This segment is officially completely off the rails. What are you talking about? Stuff we wish never aired. I will eat chalupas all day long. Come on, man. The Guy Benson Show. stretch on this monday thank you for listening to the guy benson show every day we really do appreciate it in fact more on that in just a moment but first we'll be doing the show from florida the next two afternoons tuesday and wednesday leading up to the patriot awards on fox nation which is 8 p.m eastern time wednesday evening and it will air as an encore presentation on Fox News Channel the following Sunday, November 21st. That's at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, the replay on Fox News Channel if you can't stream it live on Fox Nation Wednesday night. Pete Hegseth from Fox & Friends Weekend will be emceeing the event. We've got him on the show. We've got Tucker likely on the show later this week. We've got quite a lineup. From South Florida. I was just in South Florida over the weekend, totally unrelated, and I will head there tomorrow morning broadcasting live from Hollywood, Florida. And heading down there even sooner. In fact, tonight, as the show wraps up, producer Christine is headed off to the airport to go and get the lay of the land. And I think as soon as she touches down in the Sunshine State of Florida tonight, I would not be surprised if Governor DeSantis immediately declares a state of emergency because Cookie has arrived again. And we know that she left quite a lot of destruction in her wake when she was just down in Miami. And so they're on high alert for Cookie's arrival in Florida later this evening. In all seriousness, though, Christine, just listening to you on the phone the last few days talking about this. You seem extremely excited to be traveling down there for the Patriot Awards. I am so, so excited because, well, one, I don't get to travel often, so that's always a nice little perk, treat. But two, this is such an amazing event, and I'm so excited that we, our show, is a part of it. And to be broadcasting, we're going to have so many people on the show. Don't forget Joey Jones we're going to have in person. Yep. Tucker Carlson, Will Kane. It's and people that you don't even know yet, guy, because I haven't even booked them yet because I'm going to do that on the fly after I track them down. And oh, yeah, you're going to be stalking people. Yeah. In, in <laughs> real time, in person, all over the place. And the other thing, though, here's my concern about what we've got going on over the next couple shows. And by the way, once the doors open to the venue on Wednesday, my understanding is doors open at 5 p.m. So people can come check out the last hour of the show. So they can come over and say hello and watch the show as it goes down live in person. I'll be lingering a bit after the show to say hi to some folks. That should be a lot of fun. So if you're a Fox Nation subscriber, you're attending these awards, come say hello on Wednesday evening. What I'm worried about, though, Christine, is on these planning calls, It sounds like you are spreading yourself quite thin already. You're just offering to be everyone's producer. You're going to do this. You're going to go seeking out people for that. You're going to act as this podcast producer. I'm wondering if you're actually going to be producing this show or if you're just going to be producing every show. I'm going to try to work on your show a little bit. Um, But, you know, (laughs) you're going to have patience. No, I'm worried that I did overextend myself because uh, as I'm trying to book people for your show, some of these talents don't really have a schedule or a plan or a producer. And I have offered my services. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to talk about, about to yeah, the boss. To a lot I of people. Like you're just, you're right. volunteering yes. yourself left and right. Yes. And so my yes, worry am. is we're going to be, you know, doing the show live and your phone's going to be blowing up from a, an array <laughs> of Fox News stars. And you're going to have to be going to excuse yourself to go put out some fire or go get this person there and we'll just be rudderless on the program without producer Christine. Don't worry. And then don't forget, I'm going to have to take time out for my fans. I like to call them the cookie cutters. I just just decided that today, actually. You just made that so, up in the moment. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's actually really good. Don't you? Um, 
I'm not sure. I think maybe you could work on that a little bit further because what does that mean exactly? Cookie cutter generally means just like basic and the same. Do you want to cast your fan base as just kind of a bunch of uh, non-unique automaton robots? I I wonder if they would appreciate that. Aren't they all unique and special in their own way? Yeah, I just have to find them first. Um, I haven't. How about, how about the cookie, cookie monsters? How about the cookie monsters, but in a loving way? We could, we could. If anybody wants to volunteer to be a, a, a cookie monster, um, just let me know. Um, and I'm you cannot, you cannot run the club, obviously, because we've seen how you've been a class mom for your own daughter, just dropping uh, balls left and right. So the the cookie monsters club would uh, fail to launch. I would say, it would just you know, fall apart on the launch pad. Uh, if you're in charge of it. Although I will say this, this past weekend, as I referenced, I was down in West Palm Beach and then Palm Beach, Florida at the Breakers, which is a beautiful place. And I was uh, giving a speech on Saturday morning and I had a few other events to go to, but I had some free time as well. So I went down to the pool on Saturday for a couple hours because why not? And I was kind of relaxing. And a few different times when I was walking over to the bar or the restroom or whatever, Fox fans would recognize me and come say hello. It was really cool. Very nice people. This happened a number of times. And these are not people who were there for a politically themed conference. These were other people who just happened to be at the breakers, who happened to be there, recognized me. So that's cool. It's always just so fulfilling to meet people who watch faithfully and who are fans of Fox News. And it's just, it it really is gratifying and Everyone's always very apologetic and, oh, sorry, sorry to bother you. It's not a bother. It really isn't. Without our audience, there would be no Fox News. There would be no Guy Benson show. I am just incredibly appreciative of people who watch and people who listen. So it is my pleasure to hang out and say hello and answer some questions, take a few photos. I love that stuff. But one was especially memorable because I was walking, I think, back from the bar over to my little perch over by the pool, and there was a young woman, maybe roughly my age, who literally stopped in her tracks, like froze in her tracks when she saw me, and she just approached me. She said, are you Guy? And I said, yes. And not only is she a Fox fan, which is awesome, she told me I literally was just listening to Friday's show on the podcast, on the flight down here. She's from upstate New York. She's a doctor. She and her husband were just on vacation, and she is a daily listener to The Guy Benson Show and was so excited just to bump into me, and it was awesome to meet her. I know that she's probably listening, so hello to you and your husband. Thank you so much for saying hi. And she did, in fact, inquire about the whereabouts of producer Cookie Christine. And so I wonder maybe this doctor could be the founding member of the Cookie Monsters fan club. I kid you not. She did ask. Huh. See, they so they, they, they want me. They're asking for me. They need me out there. Who's they? I get it. The fans. The monsters. They're all out there. They're just begging. Pleading. Your public, your public awaits. I'm actually now developing a new source of concern about the Patriot Awards. What if you are not only now overcommitted to other people producing various things because in your zeal, you've offered to do far too much. You've bitten off more than you can chew. So that's detracting from our ability to do the show. And then on top of that, what happens if you are just overwhelmed by a crush of let's call them cookie monsters when they arrive at the location, right? So like Tucker Carlson will be walking through, and I'm sure he's popular with a lot of the viewers, so he's you know, number one and all that. But then in walks Christine. I can just imagine the crowd. Someone screams, she's here, and everyone just, Tucker all of a sudden has no one. And they've all rushed to Christine, and all of a sudden you're body surfing. They're passing you around through this huge throng. Should I be worried about this, Christine? I mean, you can be. I actually am thinking maybe I got to fly Wyatt down. Quiet Wyatt. He, we might. Oh, to be your bodyguard. He could be your bodyguard. <laughs> the muscle to keep people away, keep your public away from you if they get a little fresh. Yeah, but then I bet you he's got quiet fans too. They're not probably as crazy as my monsters. 
right. They would clap very quietly for him as he walked by. And the way, by the way, that he would menace people if if they were doing too much or like getting up in your face too much, he'd be like, don't make me roll up my copy of the Wall Street Journal. And they could use that to sort of poke and even if necessary, prod. That's the uh, the high octane security situation we'd have with this crew. In other words, in other words, it's like just open season. You, you didn't realize all this when you started the Guy Benson show, did you? You didn't realize the impact this show was going to have did not. on many, many people. Yeah, I, I did not realize a lot of things when we launched this show, and I got assigned this uh, this longtime producer named Christine. Last thing, Christine, by the way, have you seen photos of this hotel where the where the venue is, where this is all taking place? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's shaped like a giant guitar. That That is the so shape cool. of the building. And it also has this elaborate series and, like, network of pools, a huge amount of pool space, pool side space. I know that you like your fruity cocktails in warm weather at a pool. If you are suddenly MIA, should we dispatch people to look maybe out by the pool where you're catching some sun and just totally falling down on the job and you know, having a few daiquiris and shirking your radio duties. Is that something that we need to think about? Is that a contingency plan to develop? So, you know, I thought about packing a bathing suit and just sneaking out for that moment, but I think I did myself a disservice by volunteering to help so many people. I don't even think I'll see the sun outside. I'm not sure I'll be able to step outside for all the volunteering I have done. For well, and in shows. fairness, in fairness... The sun is the sun, but your star will shine so brightly. Who needs the sun? The real light will be inside the hard rock with producer Christine and the whole crew. There's a massive Fox contingent heading south for the Patriot Awards, which is Wednesday, this Wednesday, November 17th. Live audience in attendance, live streaming 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox Nation. You should sign up, foxnation.com. Encore. On Sunday night, Fox News Channel, 10 p.m., and we will have a number of the stars that cavalcade of Fox News stars on The Guy Benson Show as we broadcast from South Florida. Looking forward to that. Safe travels tonight, Christine. Same to you. And The Guy Benson Show will hit you from South Florida tomorrow. Same time, same place, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you then. Have a great night. listening on the live broadcast you might imagine my facial expression as we're listening to a christmas song this was the song in fact that was playing in the uber when i got in it was early in the morning far too early i'm not a morning person but fade it out fade it out we're done with it we're done we're done thank you it's gone (laughs) it is november the 16th people it's not even thanksgiving we're not even a week out from thanksgiving and yet christmas is being thrust upon us everywhere. And my position on Christmas music is December 1st. I should mention it's the home stretch on the Guy Benson Show, GuyBensonShow.com, free podcast, all that stuff. Back here tomorrow, live in Florida. But it's like, whatever, 7 in the morning, in the back of an Uber, and that song is on. J-I-N-G-L-E, bells. Which is like a third-tier Christmas song to begin with. And I wanted to hurl myself out of the moving vehicle. I can't do it. I am a fierce defender of Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Christmas is a close second. I like the fact that one leads into the other. Right? It's like kicking off the whole season. I don't want to leapfrog a very important, good, all-American holiday and prematurely get to Christmas. This has long been my position. I believe I've beaten it into the ground, in fact, here on the show. But we're back at it because then we land in Fort Lauderdale. So I was, I was, my ears were afflicted with Christmas music for 40 minutes getting to the airport. Then we get an Uber. My colleague, one of our bosses, Maria, and I landed at almost the same time, same airport, same airline, but different flights, different cities. And we get an Uber, and it's like warm and sunny in Florida. Very not Christmas vibes in any way, because it's November anyhow. And 
of course, there's Christmas music on in that Uber as well. And as we're pulling up to the hotel, it's Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. And I said out loud, let the record reflect it is November the 16th. And this is my first session listening to this song of the season. It's far too soon. I actually like that song. Is it overplayed? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's way overplayed. But it's a good song. I don't need it the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I don't. So I tweeted that. So I'm not prepared for Christmas music. I'm not. Oh, I got so many replies. And then I decided to screenshot my own tweet and put it on my Instagram story. I've gotten probably 100, maybe more responses already. Very polarized. A lot of people fully on board with me. People of taste. Reasonable people. And then these Christmas barbarians who want to just run roughshod over Thanksgiving. Right over the pilgrims and the Native Americans. Just erase them. And go straight to Christmas. And I had people saying that they were, they were actually sending me Christmas stuff. And I said, where's the mute button? Because I, I will mute you. I will block you. So even though we have this debate every single year, whenever I even dip my toe into it, the response is enormous. So I was like, am I going to whine and complain about this on the home stretch? Yes, I am. In fact, a previous topic was thrown out, and this one was inserted. It's too soon. And now, here with the other perspective, as usual, she's wrong. It's producer Christine, who's with me in Florida. They let her in. Shocking, right? I know. You are so wrong. Here, here's the thing. We're not glazing over Thanksgiving. What happens is right after... Oh, excuse me. I have, I have a response that I want to give right now, but it's a separate topic that we're going to get to another day upcoming but just if you're a regular listener mm. i want you to remember that comment oh we're not pushing past thanksgiving we're not to oh we know christine loves thanksgiving you just wait until you hear what she is doing on thanksgiving this year and what she's not doing on thanksgiving this year so i'm just flagging a current lie that will be exposed at a later date but for the sake of argument, Christine, yes. you're going to pretend that you are not defiling the great American holiday of Thanksgiving and continue, please. What happens is on November 1st, we start the Christmas season and the Christmas music no. starts. No. Yes. Yes. It, I, it's just it's just a known thing. No, I will no, give you I will give you this on Thanksgiving Day. I will mute the Christmas music for that day. I don't, what, by the way, what music would you like played? Uh, on Thanksgiving. Do I would have... say a combination of classical music and classic rock. Classical music, like, you want me to play, like, Beethoven? Yeah, this is in the background. What, do, where do you th you think I'm a person that's going to listen to classical music? The soundtrack of Thanksgiving is NFL football. That's what you want in the background. Football. You need some music. I, and I'll Class you... Fine, classic rock. Okay, classic rock. That's okay. fine. Yeah. Um, Little uh, and then, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. Wow, we agree on something. Well, that's weird. You're 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 clinging to something here because you know that everything else but then is listen, problematic. But then listen. Uh, usually dinner because you know you have like an early dinner on Thanksgiving. You know, like four o'clock. Yeah, like mid afternoon. Okay, by eight o'clock, we're back on Christmas no. music. No, no, no. And nope. that's when a lot of times, like in my family. I, Oh, it's sad. The Christmas tree would come down, and then, you know, you decorate everything. I usually go a few Why weeks Why would the before. Christmas tree come down? From the attic. Oh, oh, from the, I thought you were yeah. like, you're taking it down. You're already past Christmas. <laughs> you're on to Valentine's Day. Uh, it's, dead, it's December 1st. Happy Valentine's Day. It's the season. Tis the season for Valentine's Day. This is established. I'm just saying it. With December 27th. No, no, no. I will wait till. I'm sorry. January 2nd is Valentine's Day. I could go through a whole calendar nope, with you of when, let's but anyway, um, it is completely fine to be listening to Christmas music. I think it's so festive. No. For some reason, my daughter agrees with you. She yeah, said, let's wait. She's eight years old, mind you. So Wise beyond her years. Mm, just she wait. Knows. Just wait until you hear what else oh, I know. she is pretty wise no, about. I know. I, I'm so eager <sighs> to spill the beans Don't. on this, Don't but do I'm it. not going to do it. To me, the absolute earliest for Christmas stuff, Christmas music, decorations, is the day after Thanksgiving, the Friday. 
And we, I will give you a sneak preview, we are actually doing a slight Christmas pivot the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's the earliest I think I've ever done it. Why? Why so early? Because we have all of the family there at once. So we're going to do a little something. I think. The Wait, crew, I wasn't invited. Well, yeah, that's correct. It's family and loved ones. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so the Friday after Thanksgiving, we're going to do some things. I think the tree goes up Saturday and we did get the Christmas lights up. My incentives for our guy worked. He goes <sighs> with us last year. Oh, is this is a story. We have to do. We're out of time. We, so much we've got to do about. this another day. But this fight is not over. Back here tomorrow at the Patriot Awards, Hollywood, Florida. It's the Guy Benson Show. We will talk to you then. Have a great night, everyone. Home stretch, Wednesday edition, Guy Benson Show, Hollywood, Florida. Thanks for listening. And it has been a show. Joey Jones, Annie McCarthy, Will Kane, Tucker, Tom Shalou, and now... Producer Christine, we needed at least one female voice on this show for crying out loud. You've been very busy. Oh, have I? I thought you were going to maybe have an aneurysm getting Tucker up here. I did. I, I was worried it wasn't going to happen. Because I mentioned, I'm like, oh, that might be tough. You're like, do not give me a heart attack. I'm like, okay, I won't. It's going to work. And it did. It did. But yeah, it took, you saw the crowd that followed him. Oh, there's like, you know, dozens of people show up. And there's so many people downstairs. So. Oh, I mean, thousands. Yeah. Right? There's thousands of people yeah. here. Uh, so we, I wanted to do this story with you because it's very stupid, and I'm sure we'll have a stupid debate about it, and I think it'll be fun. I'm glad you think of me. Well, <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> so I saw this, uh, this game on Twitter, and I thought that we might actually, I don't know, maybe agree on this one. So here's how it goes. The instruction is you can only choose one pill. They've got different colored pills. You've got to pick one of them. The blue pill makes you immune to diseases. Oh. The red pill means that you never, ever need to use the bathroom ever again. The purple pill is that you only require half as much sleep as you currently do to like, you know, for peak performance. So your your sleep gets cut in half. So I guess you, your days are longer, your productivity is a lot higher, whatever. And then the black pill is you're always in shape regardless of diet and exercise. So I can talk you through my thought process on this, but there's also a, a, a fifth pill, the green pill, die instantly, uh, which is I think just sort of the dark joke there. Let's let's eliminate die instantly. Uh, good idea. Yeah, we're not interested in that here no. at the Guy Benson show. We're just we're too busy to, to die instantly. So to me, it's it's one of these four: immune to diseases, don't need to ever use the bathroom again, cut your sleep needs in half, where you're always in shape no matter what you eat or how much you exercise. Right out of the gate. I'm throwing out the bathroom thing. Who cares? Exactly. Like, and honestly, that's some of my best alone time. <laughs> He's in the bathroom. You're like, yes. no, I need. Well, especially when you have children. <laughs> it's like Close the door. Mama needs some juice on her special, special seat. Guy, don't knock it until you try it. Okay, so we're both eliminating the bathroom one. It's yes. a kind of weird one. I understand the appeal of cutting your sleep time in half and still being like you know, unaffected because... Just imagine that. Think about all those extra hours and what you could do in terms of just your life and productivity or like maximizing fun also. Like I get it, that's an appeal, but and some of the most successful people in the world require very little sleep. Like this is yes. well known and well documented. Some of like these extreme high achievers sleep three, four, five hours a night, no problem. I would be dragging. I could never do that. Oh, neither could I. So I get it, but I'm also eliminating it because ultimately it's not that important. I'm with you so, so far. So to me, it comes down to immune to, to disease or you're always in shape regardless of diet and exercise. And to me, there's a clearly correct answer and then there's the answer that I'm still tempted to take, right? I think the clearly correct answer is you're immune from diseases, right? Because this could save your life. You could avoid cancer, for example, if you're predisposed or anything like that. This is just blanket immunity. And so you'd live a long, presumably a long, healthy life, or at least have a, have a much better chance, at least, of, of doing so. So to me, that, that should be the no-brainer. Like, give me that blue pill. No questions asked. I'll swig down some of this water, and we're done. However, hmm. the shallow 
superficial person in me is awfully tempted by the black pill where I could just eat whatever I want, not exercise, and it wouldn't matter because I'd be in shape. And by the way, I'm interpreting, my interpretation of this is in shape means physically fit, like looking good, but also healthy, like in shape. So it's not like I would look fine, but my heart health would go to hell or anything like that. I'm, I'm interpreting this as like you are in very good shape and, and looking good regardless of food and exercise. That's a very tempting, a very tempting thing. So I I agree with you, but I have I have my immediate okay. pick because I am such a hypochondriac. We all know this. I mean, how many times did I believe I had COVID? Oh, you think that you have everything all the time? And I didn't even want to say this to you, but last week when I was out because Megan was sick, I mean, I was texting Quiet Wyatt. I was spiraling. I'm like, here we go. She has it. I know she has it. Which she didn't. Yeah. No. Thank God. And even if she did, she'd be fine because she's eight. Right. But and you know this because you listen to the show every day and we talk about it. Yeah, but when I spiral, you know yeah. when I spiral, Spiraling Christine yeah, is just, you know. It doesn't matter. So I'm going with the blue pill, immune to diseases. Because you would no longer convince yourself that you had things because you would know for a fact that you don't. So, so you're going with the blue pill mm -hmm. to be immune from diseases, not to be immune from diseases no. really, but to ease your own mind mm -hmm. about having diseases that you don't have. That is a very strange way of getting to that answer, which I, I think objectively is the correct answer. It's just on brand for me, don't you think? I also feel like you would convince yourself that the blue pill wasn't working. Like, I didn't no, even think the about it. I got the placebo. Placebo, I so I totally have COVID it. or whatever. That's that's the issue. Oh, man. I, I'm going to say the blue pill is what I would take. Ow, I thought you were going for the black pill. The black pill is, after a few drinks, I might go with the black pill. So that's the thing. You were worried about how much you said you could eat whatever you want. I was thinking the alcohol I could have and now because don't forget there's so many calories. Right, you're still in shape. Yes. You're, you're physically fine. I feel like you're talking yourself out of the oh. blue pill answer. We're out of time. You can let me know tomorrow if you want. Patriot Awards tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, foxnation.com. Right back here tomorrow from Chicago. Yes, more travel. It's the Guy Benson Show. Stretch on the Guy Benson Show, broadcasting today and tomorrow from the city of Chicago in the Fox News Bureau here. Thank you for listening. GuyBensonShow.com. If you miss any of it, you can go straight to that website, download major interviews, or just get the podcast every day. You can subscribe, leave a little review if you'd like. GuyBensonShow.com. Last night, we were at the Patriot Awards. From right around 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Hollywood, Florida. We were doing our show down from Florida the last couple days leading up to it. Really cool group of guests that we were able to talk to face-to-face. -to -face. And then we were seated at one of the tables down sort of on the main floor near the stage. And I thought they really did a very nice job putting this thing together. It's an award show where genuine heroes are honored as opposed to famous celebrities. And look, there's a place for those other award shows. I'm not that interested in them. I don't really watch them very much. But people appreciate art and entertainment and pop culture and fine. Even though it appears based on ratings, interest has waned a bit in recent years. There's a market for that. Fine. But someone needed to do something like this. And Fox Nation has now done it for three straight years. My first time actually being in the room and there were some truly remarkable people who were honored. And there were portions of the program that were really quite moving with people who have overcome just incredible adversity, driven by love of family, love of country, faith. I mean, it, it was pretty special. And if you missed it on Fox Nation last night, I'll remind you that this coming Sunday night on Fox News Channel, there's an encore presentation, 10 p.m. Eastern, on the mothership, Fox News, Sunday night. And if you missed it, didn't get a chance to watch all of it or any of it, I would encourage you to tune in or maybe set your DVR because you will learn about some people who are spectacular. And even 
in a period of time that has been very tumultuous and extremely divisive and very polarized, there are some people in this country, a lot of them, who are fundamentally good, who make us all proud to be fellow Americans with them. And I don't want to give too many spoilers. I mean, you can go and look up who won these awards, but taking it all in moment by moment, recipient after recipient, with that big crowd, three to 4,000 people, it was pretty cool. Here's one clip that I want to play for you. It's from David Beamer. He is the father of Todd Beamer of United Flight 93, 9-11. Let's roll. Todd Beamer, truly a hero. And he was given a posthumous Patriot Award at those awards last night on Fox Nation. And his parents were in the building to represent him and to accept that award on their late son's behalf. And David had a number of things to say, his father. He really had clearly thought a lot about what he wanted to say. And here is part of what he said to the audience with a message for the country and a message for those who signed up to serve after 9-11, cut four. We are thankful that the Fox Nation remembers 9-11, remembers our son and what others did on that day, and what thousands of others have done the day after 9-11, the weeks, the months, the years, the decades after 9-11, to keep us free and safe. I'm so happy to see those honored this night for their sacrifice and what they've done. We remember them, and we celebrate successes tonight. Producer Christine, you were there with us sitting down at the table, and, I mean, it was really for much of the program in the evening riveting. There were some incredible people, some of whom folks at home would have heard of, others they would never have heard of until watching their stories, and each winner had a little video montage, a vignette that played up on the huge screens as an introduction to why this person was getting this award and this honor and every single one of those stories was impressive was laudable and to be in the same room as some of these incredible americans really was pretty special it really was such a special night um i got to sit with you for a little bit and you know be right up there and like you said, watching the vignettes, the videos that they did leading up to giving the awards to these heroes, was, Fox Nation just did such a beautiful job of explaining and showing why these people deserved the award. I think I, I definitely cried almost through every single video because they were just so moving. And it was really an honor to be in a room with all of them. And then we got to meet a couple of them afterwards which was uh, quite fun for me. And uh, hopefully I'll be booking some of these people for the show in the very near future. Well, yeah, because we went for a late dinner after the show was over with a few other folks, had a really nice time. It was just one of these kind of like a diner inside the, uh, the hotel that we were staying at. And one of the recipients who truly is just incredible, this man uh, was serving in the U.S. military, in the war on terrorism, he was gravely wounded, his leg and his arm. And not only did he survive and battle back to resume his life, he signed up to go back over there for another tour of duty after going through that whole rehab. And you have to see his story, and you can if you watch the replay of the Patriot Awards on Fox News Channel Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. But he and his family walked in. And they took a booth kind of right near us, and we clapped when they walked in, and when we finished up dinner, it was late. It was well after midnight at that point, 
and you went over to go try to book him uh, because producer Christine is always producing. And I was concerned because at one point, you know, you were standing there. Then we couldn't see you. Did she sit down? Did she order a drink? Like we thought that you were going to become besties with these folks and we weren't going to see you till two in the morning or something like that. Uh, but you did leave them in peace after, I guess, getting some contact information. But that's part of your job. And the stories that we learned about and we saw last night are stories that I really think more Americans need to know about. And there were people involved in the military. There was law enforcement. There were some kids who did some remarkable things. There was an Olympian who, when she won her gold medal, and again, I don't want to say too much because I want people to watch this, honestly. When she won her gold medal in the Olympics in Tokyo, just her joy and pride in the country was infectious. It was amazing. It went viral. And she was there last night. She showed up and she got very emotional talking about her father, an immigrant, and, and what she's been able to accomplish and, and her love for the country. And already, I mean, there were people at the table crying just from the Olympian. I'm like, okay, it's going to be waterworks throughout the evening here, I suspect. And for some, including you, it sounds like that was true. And I, I will confess that uh, from time to time, it was hard not to get a little misty-eyed, not just out of national pride, but also just a gratitude. Gratitude and a sense of awe, frankly, at people who do things that are so heroic and so unfathomable, I think, for so many of us who just live relatively comfortable lives, which would not be possible without them. And to be able to go to a big sort of glamorous event with lots of people and a red carpet and the bright lights and to have those people get the standing ovations and talking about sacrifice and almost always deflecting credit to other people or sharing credit with others as opposed to self-indulgent preening speeches about themselves, which we sometimes get at other shows. Uh, it's, it's just a great concept executed very well. And I suspect this will be a tradition that might last quite a long time because once you experience it, I think you're like, okay, I'm really eager to see who's going to get a Patriot Award next year because they do a lot of preparation. I mean, this was months and months and months in planning, obviously, and they carried it off. And again, if you missed it, you can watch it Sunday night, this coming Sunday, Fox News Channel, 10 p.m. Eastern. Christine, any other last thoughts or impressions? Because it was your first Patriot Awards as well. It was. I just have to say the entire experience from start to finish was just so amazing. Um, guys, I just have to, I, I know you and I tease each other a lot and uh, we uh, bicker a lot, but we're well, not for, not for real. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, we, we don't bicker that much, to be clear. We're bickering about bickering, but we don't really bicker. Right. But please go on. I have to say, just watching you do these shows um, from this event and how you handle yourself with the, the people that come up to you, because it was so awesome to watch such fans of your, I mean, fans of everybody, fans of Fox, but fans of yours come up to you and you are so generous with your time to all of them. And just the way you handled the radio show. I mean, I was a crazy person running around and, I mean, we made it all work, and it was some of the best radio I think we've done, and it was such an honor to interview some of these people, like Joey Jones. I mean, Tucker Carlson we had on the show, which was unbelievable. Yeah, it was um, a it was whirlwind. A fantastic week. It, really it was, was a whirlwind, it was and it was great to have the opportunity to broadcast from that location and then attend the awards. And, of course, you know, people coming up and saying hi, whether it's in a context like this or just out and about. I've told some of those stories. It never bothers me because without an audience, we don't have a job. Sean Hannity made that point on stage last night. We all get fired, right? All of us get fired. If people aren't watching, people aren't listening, we need an audience. That's the way this business works, and it is an honor to meet the people who make all of it possible, namely you, the audience. And we're just extremely, speaking of gratitude, we are very grateful. And there's just that cool reminder when you're in, in a place filled with thousands of hardcore Fox fans. It's it's energizing to me. It's it's not a chore at all, quite the opposite. So if, if you're listening and you met any of us 
in Florida this week. Uh, thanks for coming. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. That applies to everyone else who didn't make it to these awards, but who feels the same way. Thank you. Back here tomorrow, Friday edition of The Guy Benson Show from Chicago. Should be another big one. Hope you'll tune in. In the meantime, enjoy your Thursday night. Home stretch on The Guy Benson Show, broadcasting today and tomorrow from the city of Chicago in the Fox News Bureau here. Thank you for listening. GuyBensonShow.com. If you miss any of it, you can go straight to that website. Download major interviews or just get the podcast every day. You can subscribe, leave a little review if you'd like. GuyBensonShow.com. Last night, we were at the Patriot Awards from right around 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Hollywood, Florida. We were doing our show down from Florida the last couple days leading up to it. Really cool group of guests that we were able to talk to face to face. And then. We were seated at one of the tables down sort of on the main floor near the stage. And I thought they really did a very nice job putting this thing together. It's an award show where genuine heroes are honored as opposed to famous celebrities. And look, there's a place for those other award shows. I'm not that interested in them. I don't really watch them very much. But people appreciate art and entertainment and pop culture and fine. Even though it appears based on ratings, interest has waned a bit in recent years. There's a market for that. Fine. But someone needed to do something like this. And Fox Nation has now done it for three straight years. My first time actually being in the room. And there were some truly remarkable people who were honored. And there were portions of the program that were really quite moving. With people who have overcome just incredible adversity driven by love of family love of country faith i mean it it was pretty special and if you missed it on fox nation last night i'll remind you that this coming sunday night on fox news channel there's an encore presentation 10 p.m eastern on the mothership fox news sunday night and if you missed it didn't get a chance to watch all of it or any of it, I would encourage you to tune in or maybe set your DVR because you will learn about some people who are spectacular. And even in a period of time that has been very tumultuous and extremely divisive and very polarized, there are some people in this country, a lot of them, who are fundamentally good who make us all proud to be fellow Americans with them. And I don't want to give too many spoilers. I mean, you can go and look up who won these awards, but taking it all in, moment by moment, recipient after recipient, with that big crowd, three to 4,000 people, it was pretty cool. Here's one clip that I want to play for you. It's from David Beamer. He is the father of Todd Beamer of United Flight 93-9-11. Let's roll. Todd Beamer, truly a hero. And he was given a posthumous Patriot Award at those awards last night on Fox Nation. And his parents were in the building to represent him and to accept that award on their late son's behalf. And David had a number of things to say, his father. He really had clearly thought a lot about what he wanted to say. And here is part of what he said to the audience with a message for the country and a message for those who signed up to serve after 9-11, cut four. We are thankful that the Fox Nation remembers 9-11 remembers our son and what others did on that day and what thousands of others have done the day after 9-11, the weeks, the months, the years, the decades after 9-11 to keep us free and safe. I'm so happy 
to see those honored this night for their sacrifice and what they've done. We remember them and we celebrate successes tonight. Producer Christine, you were there with us sitting down at the table. And I mean, it was really for much of the program in the evening riveting. There were some incredible people, some of whom folks at home would have heard of. Others they would never have heard of until watching their stories. And each winner had a little video montage, a vignette that played up on the huge screens as an introduction to why this person was getting this award and this honor. And every single one of those stories was impressive, was laudable, and to be in the same room as some of these incredible Americans really was pretty special. It really was such a special night. Um, I got to sit with you for a little bit and, you know, be right up there. And like you said, watching the vignettes, the videos that they did leading up to giving the awards to these heroes, (laughs) Fox Nation just did such a beautiful job of explaining and showing why these people deserved the award. I think I I definitely cried almost through every single video because they were just so moving. And it was really an honor to be in a room with all of them. And then we got to meet a couple of them afterwards, which was uh, quite fun for me. And uh, hopefully I'll be booking some of these people for the show in the very near future. Well, yeah, because we went for a late dinner after the show was over with a few other folks, had a really nice time. It was just one of these kind of like a diner inside the uh, the hotel that we were staying at. And one of the recipients, who truly is just incredible, this man uh, was serving in the U.S. military in the war on terrorism. He was gravely wounded, his leg and his arm. And not only did he survive and battle back to resume his life, he signed up to go back over there for another tour of duty after going through that whole rehab and you have to see his story and you can if you watch the replay of the patriot awards on fox news channel sunday night 10 p.m eastern but he and his family walked in and they took a booth kind of right near us and we clapped when they walked in and then we finished up dinner it was late it was well after midnight at that point and you went over to go try to book him uh, because producer christine is always producing And I was concerned because at one point, you know, you were standing there. Then we couldn't see you. Did she sit down? Did she order a drink? Like, we thought that you were going to become besties with these folks, and we weren't going to see you till 2 in the morning or something like that. Uh, But you did leave them in peace after, I guess, getting some contact information. But that's part of your job. And the stories that we learned about and we saw last night are stories that I really think more Americans need to know about. And there were... People involved in the military. There was law enforcement. There were some kids who did some remarkable things. There was an Olympian who, when she won her gold medal, and again, I don't want to say too much because I want people to watch this, honestly. When she won her gold medal in the Olympics in Tokyo, just her joy and pride in the country was infectious. It was amazing. It went viral. And she was there last night. She showed up and she got very emotional talking about her father, an immigrant, and and what she's been able to accomplish and and her love for the country. And already, I mean, there were people at the table crying just from the Olympian. I'm like, okay, it's going to be waterworks throughout the evening here, I suspect. And for some, including you, it sounds like that was true. And I I will confess that uh, from time to time, it was hard not to get a little misty-eyed, not just out of national pride, but also just a gratitude gratitude and a sense of awe, frankly, at people who do things that are so heroic and so unfathomable, I think, for so many of us who just live relatively comfortable lives, which would not be possible without them, and to be able to go to a big sort of glamorous event with lots of people and a red carpet and the bright lights, and to have those people get the standing ovations and talking about sacrifice and almost always deflecting credit to other people or sharing credit with others as opposed to self-indulgent preening speeches 
about themselves, which we sometimes get at other shows. Uh, it's it's just a great concept, executed very well, and I suspect this will be a tradition that might last quite a long time because once you experience it, I think you're like, okay, I'm really eager to see who's going to get a Patriot Award next year because they do a lot of preparation. I mean, this was months and months and months in planning, obviously, and they carried it off. And again, if you missed it, you can watch it. Sunday night, this coming Sunday, Fox News Channel, 10 p.m. Eastern. Christine, any other last thoughts or impressions? Because it was your first Patriot Awards as well. It was. I just have to say the entire experience from start to finish was just so amazing. Um, Guys, I just have to – I know you and I tease each other a lot, and uh, we uh, bicker a lot, but – well, not for, not for real. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, we, we don't bicker that much, to be clear. We're bickering about bickering, but we don't really bicker. But please, go on. I have to say, just watching you do these shows um, from this event and how you handle yourself with the, the people that come up to you, because it was so awesome to watch such fans of your, I mean, fans of everybody, fans of Fox, but fans of yours come up to you and you are so generous with your time to all of them. And just the way you handled the radio show. I mean, I was a crazy person running around and I mean, we made it all work and it was some of the best radio I think we've done. And it was such an honor to interview some of these people like Joey Jones. I mean, Tucker Carlson, we had on the show, which was unbelievable. Yeah, it was Um, a whirlwind. Fantastic week. It It was a whirlwind, and it was great to have the opportunity to broadcast from that location and then attend the awards. And, of course, you know, people coming up and saying hi, whether it's in a context like this or just out and about. I've told some of those stories. It never bothers me because without an audience, we don't have a job. Sean Hannity made that point on stage last night. We all get fired, right? All of us get fired. If people aren't watching, people aren't listening, we need an audience. That's the way this business works, and it is an honor to meet the people who make all of it possible, namely you, the audience. And we're just extremely, speaking of gratitude, we are very grateful. And there's just that cool reminder when you're in, in a place filled with thousands of hardcore Fox fans. It's, it's energizing to me. It's, it's not a chore at all, quite the opposite. So if, if you're listening and you met any of us in Florida this week, uh, thanks for coming. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. That applies to everyone else who didn't make it to these awards, but who feels the same way. Thank you. Back here tomorrow, Friday edition of The Guy Benson Show from Chicago. Should be another big one. Hope you'll tune in. In the meantime, enjoy your Thursday night. That was this week's edition of Bonus Benson. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.